As COVID cases continue to spike, finding the space to properly care for people is at a premium, and nowhere is that more true than in the Midwest. Here, why Chicago has been forced to set up temporary bars inside many of the city's hospitals. And later, Dr. Fauci may have announced that Santa is immune from COVID, but that news isn't sitting well with everyone. Here, why one father is absolutely furious after Dr. Fauci's story totally conflicted with the heroic Santa COVID death tale he had already told his kids. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. It might be 4 a.m., but it's never too early to chug down some news, and I'm about to make you feel all warm and fuzzy. So crack open a cold one and stay with us. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Coronavirus cases in the U.S. are continuing to grow exponentially, and while I don't mean that in a mathematical sense where a value increases in proportion to its current value, I do mean it in the sense of, like, a whole bunch. That's right, there's like a whole bunch of it right now. And as winter approaches, medical centers in cities like Chicago will soon be overwhelmed with more sick patients. With cases showing no sign of slowing, Chicago this week has been forced to take the unprecedented step of setting up temporary bars inside hospitals. Here with more is OPR correspondent Rebecca Neal. Hello, Rebecca. Hi, Leslie. Chicago officials say that the number of COVID-19 cases requiring medical intervention will soon surpass the capacity of the city's hospitals. By installing makeshift drinking establishments now, health officials are hopeful they'll be able to effectively serve all citizens a frothy craft IPA in a chilled mug. Mm. A spokesperson for Mayor Lightfoot provided more details in a Zoom press conference this morning. In order to care for our thirstiest residents, the mayor has ordered the installation of 32 short-term wine bars, pubs, and tap rooms in medical facilities across the city. We'll be setting up emergency tents for crowded, fast, casual dining and transforming unused surgery wards into high-end cocktail lounges. These people need round-the-clock service, so we've got doctors and nurses working overtime to slice limes, bus tables, and provide happy hour specials. Sounds like a step in the right direction. Have health officials said anything about how they'll keep in-hospital bar patrons safe? The city's coronavirus task force says high-top tables will be set six feet apart throughout the ICU and that diners will need to wear masks when interacting with patients. Guests will also be encouraged to properly scrub in before entering an operating room dive bar. Well, I'm glad the proper precautions are being taken, but this all sounds very expensive. Unfortunately, it is, Leslie. Between the ventilators, medically-induced comas, and overpriced Bloody Marys, some guests are running up very large tabs. Mm, I can barely afford a night out with my boys. Forget about a week in the ICU followed by a month of rehab. And it's not just the high cost, it's the spike in new patrons. How do these hospitals intend to serve everyone? Well, that's the tricky part. I spoke with a nurse working in the emergency room at Rush University Medical Center. Here's how she explained the hospital's struggle to keep up. What'll it be, sweetheart? Supplemental oxygen? Margarita? Uh, just water, please. Uh-huh. Great. Could you tell me a little bit about what it's been like working here during the pandemic? 
It's crazy. I'm on day 10 with no break. Every shift, I think, this has to be the biggest pub crawl I've ever seen. And then the next day, even more people show up. Right now, I'm taking care of five intubated COVID patients and nine full booths of rowdy dinner guests. Hey, who had the Lagunitas? Um, and one more question. Oh, oh man, sorry. I gotta take this. Oh, Jesus. Rebecca, please tell me you at least left her a good tip. For a water? (laughs) Yeah, right, come on. Oh, yeah, good point. But is there any relief in sight for these frontline barkeeps? Officials are optimistic they have stockpiled enough salt-rimmed glasses and tequila to avoid the shortages we're seeing at smaller, more rural hospitals across the country. There is, however, growing concern that there is not enough morgue space to hold all the sports bar regulars. In fact, some hospitals have been forced to bring in temporary morgue trailers lined with flat-screen TVs to serve them all. Wow, metaphorically sobering. Thank you, Rebecca. Go ahead and order me a high life and a shot of Jameson, and I'll meet you down at that little place inside the maternity ward. Sounds good, Leslie. That's OPR's Rebecca Neal. First round's on her back in a moment. Uh, what? You know, this one time in college, I got so drunk I completely forgot all the news. Let's hope that doesn't happen again right now. Here's what else you need to know today. A major announcement from Vatican City today as Pope Francis is preaching a message of forgiveness and reconciliation, urging people all across the world to give the newsroom another chance. Despite being often criticized for its pedantic dialogue, His Holy Father called on all 1.2 billion Roman Catholics to just give the Aaron Sorkin HBO drama one more shot, stating that while the first season may be pretty rough, who among us is without sin? And newly elected Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville is already under fire today, as many of his critics are slamming the former college football coach for his use of free cars and Auburn cheerleaders to recruit five-star interns to his administration. Tuberville is reported to have thrown lavish dorm room parties, sometimes with free drugs, alcohol, and prostitutes present, all in an effort to lure highly sought-after Ivy League students to come work for him for free. And finally, if you're tired of your dull hair color, you may need to look no further than the latest offering from Pantene, which today unveiled their brand new Color Shine Shampoo that Pantene claims will make your hair so radiant it shall blind anyone who dare gaze upon it. Oh wow, might have to pick that up for my wife and a welding shield for myself. Curious to see if it will truly end my sense of sight for good. And that's the topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, then you should know that it's never too late to ask for help, and you can do so anonymously at the 1-800 number listed on our website. Or if you'd prefer to keep chasing this buzz, you can subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. Just don't let them smell it on your breath. And don't forget to tune into tomorrow's episode of The Topical, where we'll sit down with one cloaked man sitting atop a white steed who's getting pretty sick and tired of people asking him for tidings from the north. Hey, to break it to you, cloaked man, but we all have a role to play, and yours is tidings. You should be more grateful people want anything from you at all. I'll try and talk some sense into them, and you won't want to miss it tomorrow on The Topical. 